because I'm in this 240 expecting us to just start like I feel like that sounds weird, but I shoot my business shot all the time. Do it, yeah. I um usually electronically, so I, I always yeah. DM people on Twitter. Uh, drill out the welds and re-weld it in. On oh. those, I know you can both There's two in. things that you need to own if you want both. It's business. catch it and save it and out how we gonna do this podcast today we are back from porches porches podcast i'm one of your hosts big mish aka mishka creates yo what it do mish what up g how you doing i'm doing good man how about you i'm hanging in there man yeah yeah there's a whole lot whole lot going on right now compared to uh the last episode that we just i guess two weeks ago dropped yeah um Whole lot's happened between then and now. Dude, for real. Yeah. Um, me and Gio kind of talked about this before we started uh, the episode today, and we we feel like it's um, definitely something to go over. It's something that we that we need to talk about. It's something that everybody needs to talk about right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it, it's it's not it's something that might not directly affect us. Uh, but it does directly affect our neighbors and our brothers and sisters out there. So, um, with that being said, today's episode is about Black Lives Matter. Uh, the whole thing with George Floyd. And, um, and how serious that is really in the United (laughs) States. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to relate to that. Me, me personally, um, I see the videos, and I think of myself as like a very, um, I consider myself an empath, so I feel like I feel people's feelings when I'm around them. Mm. I feel like I can feel their feelings, me personally. Yeah. Um, and I've always seen firsthand um, black people getting treated differently by police. Um, and people in general, um, yeah. But specifically, where it gets bad is with police. Definitely, um, I'm not saying that I haven't seen other people, you know, treated bad. Um, I've definitely seen my own friends, my Mexican friends. I've seen them get their ass beat by Chicago police for flicking somebody off. You know, like people get treated bad, but what happened to George Floyd was really disgusting. It was vile. It was was fucked up. Um, And people are not okay with it. And the statement needs to be made, you know, that this can't continue. And um, in my opinion, a lot of people are saying all lives matter versus black lives matter. And the way I see it is like there's a neighborhood, right, of houses they call the fire department and one house is on fire. Say the black house is on fire. Um, all lives matter is like saying, Hey, water all the houses. Why are you only watering that house? Well, that's the only house that's on fire right now. Mm. Um, there are other houses on fire, like the Brown house down the street. It's also on fire, mm-hmm. but you know what though? The black house is engulfed in flames right now and they need the attention right now. And that's why, I kind of stand for that now. Yeah. Because for 
I'm, I'm not going to lie. For the longest time, I was always on the side of all lives matter. Because to me, just like in a sentence, that just makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. But timing is huge in everything. And right now, it's Black Lives Matter. Yeah. That's the point that needs to get across. Yeah, I, I agree. I was always uh, like all lives matter type of thing as well. But right now, definitely Black Lives Matter deserves the spotlight. Mm-hmm. Like for sure because of what's been going on. And yep. I mean, the, obviously this is like, this wasn't the final straw before, you know, instead of staying silent about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's crazy how quickly things erupted within days. Yep, I don't, I don't think it's even been a full week yet. I don't think so. I mean, when when was his uh, passing? It's May twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. It's the first. Today's the first. Yeah, I don't think it's even been a full week, and fuck, things are getting kind of out of hand, um, to the point where the president had to <coughs> make a statement about it and. Do what he says he's gonna do. I'm not. I'm not sure about all that, but um, it is. It's something that's changed drastically. It's something that um, I've never felt more consumed by social media than I have in the past week. Um, well, you need to stay up to date with what's going on around you. More importantly, yeah, it's we already know what's happening in other areas, mm-hmm. and especially like Minneapolis, but. You you need to pay attention to what's happening around you, you know, because obviously your first safety and priority is yourself. You know, that's your main concern. So, I mean, that I, I'm sure I, I've been on social media a lot more recently than I than I want to be, but only because of, yeah, I want to know what's going on mainly around me for the safety of like my family, my loved ones, obviously. Yeah. And honestly, it it sucks that you can't rely on the news to do that because the news, first of all, is too late with it. Um, If we need to know if shit is going down in our city, in our neighborhood, we're not going to know until the next day. Um, And we know how shitty the news is, how fake that they are. Um, I've, I've seen a whole bunch of comparison videos of the actual videos posted by people on Twitter, and then those same videos being used by new, by news stations, mm-hmm. and they have played like side by side comparisons of the videos, and on the news stations they're blocking out all the parts that make the police look bad, and they're and they're only making the only showing the parts where like it like it shows the riots looking bad, like everything looking terrible. Yeah. <coughs> Like I, I there's videos circulating on Twitter right now of actual police departments, um, literally smashing the fuck out of their own police car. Really, I haven't yep. seen those. I, I've seen that one. I've really? seen the one of police officers smashing down a store, all the windows in a store. Really, doesn't look like there's anybody in the store, but they're smashing through the windows and everything. You're just like walking by. It's like, bro, like what? Do you, what are you guys doing? Yeah, is it a fuck? setup? Like, what's going on? You know, I think there's a whole lot of uh, a lot of unknowns, man. And I'm I'm trying not to get caught up in it. I'm trying not to formulate a huge opinion on it right now, 
it's hard not to be vocal for me because it's the things that I'm passionate about. Um, but it's it's definitely hard. Yeah. And and I I feel. I thought about it like. Maybe like two or three days ago, I was like, should I just log off of all social media and until this shit blows over? And then I thought, would that make me part of the problem? You know, just living in that ignorance, not wanting to see it. I feel like that might be ethically or socially irresponsible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, also, man, like. As a human being, you got to be strong enough to control yourself with things. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that, that's all it really comes down to is self-control. It, well, in, in your case, of if you want to get off of that, I mean, you can't put your blinders on. You know, you shouldn't. Nobody mm-hmm. should put their blinders on. If, if nobody has any idea right now of what's going to ha- what's happening, it's like you literally live under a rock or... You're just that that blind to this whole situation that, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure even the fucking Amish right now know what the fuck is happening, you know? Yeah, I mean, did you see that? The, the Amish protester? No. <laughs> Dude, that's funny that you mentioned that, though. Because <laughs> there was legit, like, 12 Amish people with, like, they had signs that say Black Lives Matter, and they were all written in, like, Fancy ass cursive, bro. I was like, ooh, oh, shit. okay, damn, okay, well, that was cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, but they even they know about it. <clears throat> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's if you don't want to know about it, then obviously you might even be part of the problem. You might just be that ignorant yeah. that you just don't care for it because you don't want part of it. And right now, it's yeah. everybody needs to play their role and support for what they feel is right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say you got to support one side more than the other. Everyone has their own opinion. Anyone, everyone, anybody could side on either side they want, you know. But at the end of the day, like, you got to stop and think about it. And then you, you know what is right. Yeah. You know, you know what side is more right than the other. Mm-hmm. And all, all it takes is a little bit of research to realize, like, you know, all the all the looting, all that, it's not really even coming from the BLM community. It's yeah. coming from a bunch of other people that are just being ignorant idiots, you know. They're just... Yeah. In, in my opinion, a lot of the people that are, that are instigating and starting these riots and then and then going ham in the riots, like, it, like, I've seen a lot of the videos, and a lot of the videos is, looks like bored suburban kids. Yeah. That's literally what it looks like. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't look like anybody marching for a change. Mm-hmm. That shit happens in the day, but at night, when things get looted, yeah, it looks like suburban kids that are bored, that have nothing to lose, and they want to see shit destroyed. Yeah, like. And again, man, like I, I always felt like things have changed, you know. Especially, I feel like I hate to put it out there, but like. Music definitely plays a role in things because, I mean, music nowadays portrays about who could be the most savage. Yeah. You know, whoever's the most savage gets the most respect. And I feel like it's just people out there trying to big dick each other. Who could be more savage? Who could break more shit? Yeah. You know, who could 
who could be the first one to stand on top of the squad car <laughs> as they swing a bat down into the windshield of it. You know, like, it's just yeah, shit seen, like that. I've seen that so many times, man. So it's, I don't know. I just think it's it's not the BLM community that's really destroying things. It's just yeah. people that are taking advantage of it because, you know. For their own agenda and their own satisfaction or what, whatever exactly. it is that they're trying to accomplish they might even not know what they're trying to accomplish but regardless that that shit needs to stop man if i were to say do you think a lot of people out there don't even know what this whole thing is happening for like that would be sad like i'm like obviously there's the community that does know what this is happening Mm -hmm. for but some of the people out there that are just out there for not the right cause don't even know the man's name that passed away Mm mm-hmm for this to happen. Yep. Like they're just out there to be too. out there. I I, I truly believe that there's a majority of people out there that are rioting, that are looting, that the are just doing all that. Doing all that for without a cause. Yeah. Without the re- knowing the reasoning of it. And I think that's the fucked part. That is, man. <clears throat> that that's the part that really bothers me. Um because you 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 take something that's so serious, like the the issue why people are marching, police brutality on black people, like that that is serious. Yes. And you make it something that people will think that you're the scum of the scum. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you're out there looting, like you you degrade that. Yeah. You degrade that message. That message becomes it gets lost. Yeah, because they're doing right, a disservice. Because guess what? All the news media is covering where all the big stores are at, and people yep. are hitting that instead of actually covering where the peaceful protests are, where the work is actually getting done at. You know, they'd rather focus on all the little side quests that are happening over here because they're more entertaining than watching a bunch of, you know, people, yeah. you know, take a knee or stand proudly with their fists up, you yeah. know. And and the fact that fear sells, bro. Yeah. For the media, for for uh, news stations. Oh yeah. If they can sell fear, man, like that's what they've been doing, <clears throat> like ever since I can remember. That's that's why even when I was younger, I would watch my dad and my mom watch the news and shit, and I'd be like, why do you guys watch that? Yeah. Like. Even back then, I it everything looks so polished, like it doesn't it it doesn't look like anybody. Is real on there, you know? It looks like a show. It doesn't look like real life TV. It looks like a show. Yeah. I don't know, man. That <clears throat> I I've always kind of questioned it, and the older I got, the more I realized that it's all like, it's all crazy, man. They all have their own agenda, and it's yeah, it's sad. It's sad because I can't. I personally can't name one like straight up news channel media media outlet i can't name one dude Mm-mm. i can't think of one the closest that i get to and i hate to say this um because even he doesn't like when people say it but joe rogan mm. i don't necessarily get my news from him but when the people he interviews have something to say i listen yeah that in my opinion is like the closest to truth that i can get or at least the closest to logical or like logic you know like yeah 
like concrete, like somebody who's, you know, you're getting it straight out of the the sender, you know? Like yeah. There's no middleman. They don't exactly. he, they don't necessarily have to censor themselves because they have to appease to this certain news station. Exactly. They they just say what they want. And and I also feel that like if Joe Rogan stands behind it, like there's some good to it. I'm not trying to nut swing either, but <laughs> I mean it's it's the man does his research on shit. He does, yeah. You know, he doesn't just blindly jump into a a, a pool without knowing how deep it is. He yeah. he l- looks into it. Yeah. So I mean, I I get what you mean. I, I I do that a bit too. I think I I think there's been more times where I've believed more shit that came out of his mouth than new, like news. Yeah. News Me media outlets. Me too. And like one thing I don't that I just can't stand is like social media news. I, I fucking hate Bro, that shit. Bro, if I dude. see one more breaking news story come from dailymail.co.uk, I'm going to flip a shit, man. <laughs> Dude, seriously, these are like lower than tabloid websites, and yeah. people share them like it's headline news, man. And it's fucking ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how people could only use social media news. Like people don't even click on the article. They to, just read. To, the, you can't yeah. even skim. Like I won't lie, I don't sit there and read a full article. Yeah. But if I see a headline that sounds fucking a little bit out there. I'm like, oh, man, they fucked up. Let me double check that that's actually an accurate headline. I just skim it. And if it's actually interesting, I, I might read the full thing. Yeah. But I, I'm convinced that more than 80% of people that share news articles on Facebook only read the headline and don't actually click on the article. Yeah, the headline's clickbait. It's crazy. I mean, it's insane. Yeah. I've done it before, too. Yeah. But not not so much recently. I used to do it all the time. Yeah. For sure. That's like one thing that I've been telling like my parents, especially my mom. My mom's huge on Facebook. She's on mm-hmm. it a lot. I keep telling her, like, don't believe everything you see on there. You know, the whole COVID thing, how she's like, oh, there's there's doctors, you know, on there. They're saying that, you know, this is this is happening. It's like, you, you know how easy it is to get a lab coat, mm-hmm. to put a little fucking fake blood on your face and buy a stethoscope on Amazon for 20 bucks? Sit in front of a dark, dimly lit room and just look tired and beat and just act your way through it and just make it seem like, oh, yeah, I'm Dr. Shish Kebab. Hey, man, what you got with names that have Ishka in them? <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with your point. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree with your point. I was going to say, man, I just haven't had a good Shish Kebab in a while. <laughs> but... <clears throat> But yeah, I mean, it just, anyone could do that. Any actor could do that. Yeah. And that's what I keep telling her. It's like, you got to be careful with some of that shit. You know, a good example today was earlier on Facebook. I mean, you even commented on it too. Mm-hmm. You know, that one where the, the group of people stomped out that fucking kid or that yeah. guy. I don't know if it was a kid or guy. Yeah, it was like a 28, 29-year-old man, I think. Yeah, but again, it's like, they don't, sh- that video started off with, Literally a crowd on top yeah. of him, just stomping him out, mm-hmm. turn him into a fucking pulp. Yeah, dude, he got, he survived, but he got beat, bro. Dude, the and, way and the in way my opinion, rightfully so. Yeah, what do you? Because, uh. like, but the the video failed to show 
five, seven seconds beforehand yep. where he's chasing people with a fucking machete. Yep. And I didn't even know until you said it that that man was just defending someone else's bar. It wasn't even his own bar, dude. <laughs> he just liked like, that I'm, bar. I'm sorry. I hate to fucking oh laugh about goodness. it, but like that is pathetic, bro. It is. That is the most lame shit you could do is Should worry about another man's replaceable property. It, it would be a little bit more understandable <clears throat> if it was his own bar. Yeah. But it still wouldn't make it okay to chase people with a machete. Mm-mm. If it because if it was his own bar, he would probably have the common sense to be inside the bar. Yeah. And if anybody steps foot inside that bar, all right. Yeah. You might get you could slice and dice. Yeah, you might get slashed. But, but an actual business owner would not be outside of their business yeah, getting at people to get it. close to it. No, yeah, that's not, no. that wouldn't happen. And plus, again, man, like, you're out here risking your own life for replaceable property. What, someone's going to steal two bottles of Crown? Oh, no. It's like, yo, it's replaceable shit. It is, man. Like, yep. fortunately enough, like you said, I don't know if he survived or not. The way that body was left on the floor, I thought he was I thought gone. he was dead. I thought, I thought he was, he was dead. dead. I just, I thought I just saw a dead body on Instagram. Yeah, me and too. And then I was just like, oh fuck! And then you say he survived. Like he's fortunate. <laughs> um, I'm sure he's not going to be a hundred percent okay <laughs> after a fucking stomp out like that. But, I mean, he should have put that same energy he put into trying to protect someone else's property. Mm-hmm. And to go on home and protecting his loved ones. Making sure yep. nobody comes near his loved ones. I, I guarantee you that's exactly where the business owner was at. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Bro, for the most part, people that own businesses that run successful businesses, if you have yeah. a bar in the downtown city, you run a successful business. Oh, yeah. People who run successful businesses usually are pretty smart people mm-hmm. in one way or another. That guy was not a business owner. You could no, tell. No. <laughs> I'm sure he was their... their uh, that was insane. Their local... Uh, the everyday guy. So, but. Asi- aside from, like, the bad part, the looting um, and the rioting, um, I don't I don't know what the solution is, man. I... I part... Partially because I don't know how we got here. I don't know how that happened. And I was kind of thinking about that earlier today. I was like, if I have something to say, if I have an opinion on this, I better have somewhat of an idea of a possible solution. Or at least an understanding of how we got here. And what I think, the only thing that makes sense to me, it doesn't make sense that you go to police school and they say, hey, Black guys are usually worse. I don't think that they say that. Yeah, I highly doubt they say that. But what I do believe, and and again, this is me just like a complete hypothesis. I have, I have no actual idea or personal experience. Um, I would say that the, the closest cop that I know is your pops. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like cops um, tend to be cops when like their when their parents are cops they're like you know how there's like families like oh my dad was a cop and his dad was a cop yeah. blah 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 I could see 
I could see people like that, white people like that, um, that have like deep roots in racism, and they might not even know it. Um, you know, when they're when their dad a cop, they're growing up and their dad's a cop, and they have like a fire with their dad, and their dad gets drunk. He might say some racist shit, <laughs> and the kid picks up on that. He becomes a cop, and and the cycle continues. Yeah. Right. So maybe that's one possible reason. I have no idea why why things are the way that they are. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. No, and I, I agree. I mean, it, it, again, like they even say, like you're not born racist. You're taught it. Mm-hmm. Or racism. You're you're taught it. Yep. You you're shown it. Even though like someone doesn't sit in front of you and go, yeah, black people are evil. They don't necessarily have to sit there and tell you that. But they show you that in ways that don't need words to explain it. Yeah. You know, and and you know, and that's just sad. And like the whole generational thing. I mean, if you go back, what two three generations, like things were a lot different, <laughs> yeah, dude. And that's only two three generations. That's technically not even that long ago. If you really think about it, some great great grandfathers are still around. Bro, like, in my in my grandfather's days, <coughs> black people didn't have the right to vote. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It really wasn't that long ago. So it was not. If you think about it, generational wise, yeah, I mean, someone could be brought up into that. I mean, uh, you ever seen American History X? I'm mm-hmm. sure you have, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the father was a police officer. He hated black. You remember that? Mm-hmm. You know, they're sitting at the dinner table and the father's going off about the black people in that community. And then, you know, obviously there's uh, the son who's a skinhead and he went along with it and people just, you know. I mean, I think at that point there was a Jewish guy there at the table or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I've, it's been a minute yeah. since I've seen that. But the father was racist as shit. Yeah. You know, and that obviously spread on to his children. So it's it's definitely a generational thing. I don't want to say it's definitely. I shouldn't say it that way, but it's it 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 could build off of that for sure. Yeah, you know, and also if you think about it, man, like you could probably go statistically. You know, it's like police probably go off of statistics. This neighborhood has a majority of blacks. This neighborhood has neighborhood has a majority of. Uh, Mexicans, mm-hmm. you know, this neighborhood is a majority of Asians. This neighborhood is a majority of white people, and they look at the crime rate in each neighborhood and they go, okay, well, statistically, more crime happens here and here. You know, so let's pay more more attention to that area. But the but it could be that the the reason the crime rate is higher there is because they pay more attention to that area. Yeah. And it seems like a bad cycle, man. I, I, it's it's very, doesn't make sense. Yeah, it, it's very weird to see it that way. But I, I mean, I'm sure that's that's how they do it. I mean, again, like, let's be honest here. A lot of blacks and Hispanics live in not the nicest areas, mm-hmm. you know. And that, and again, statistically, you get more people that are that are starving together, more people that are really fighting. For their lives or trying to do well mm-hmm. i mean some people do whatever it takes sometimes they have to they have to exactly 
So whatever it takes could mean robbing, stealing, killing, just to, to, for whatever it takes, just yep. to survive, just to get by another day, just to make a dollar, you know? Mm-hmm. And sadly, that happens a lot in those kind of neighborhoods, the very, you know, Section 8 neighborhoods, very poverty-struck neighborhoods, you know, that happen. Yeah. I, I believe a lot of people have the same opportunity as soon as you're born. It's just choices in life that you make as you're older is what keeps you stuck in some of those areas. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, when you're a kid, you, you're you not old enough. You're not strong enough to make choices on your own. So if you're constantly with parents that hold you down or they hold themselves down, you're going to be drowning with them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like I do see that it's it, it, I, I do see that color plays a big role on things that happen for people. That's fucked up, man. Like, I, I, I totally see it. You know, I, I earlier today, before this started, I was going through Instagram. You know, I read one of my buddies, uh, David, uh, I don't know if I should say his last name, <laughs> but David, uh, yeah. he's, he's a black guy. You know, he's one of my good friends. He went to Hampshire High School. I've known him from Hampshire. You know, I never really was close with him in Hampshire, only because he was younger than me. I didn't really hang out with him. But he's come to the shop, you know, we hang out here and there. Great guy. I've never realized, like, how he felt. And today he made a post about how he felt. And even if you go through his, like, Instagram, you notice that he doesn't really post up a lot of personal stuff. Mm -hmm. And, like, even talking to him personally, he doesn't really get real personal about things. But then, like, seeing that post was just kind of an eye-opener. I'm just like, oh, shit. You know, like, this has to be substantial enough to his life that he spoke out about it. And that's a kid in the suburbs, man. Yeah. Out living in the, like, not, I don't know where he lives, but where he went to school with is in the middle of cornfields. Yeah. like middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, like, he even put it on his post. He's one of the only black kids in that school. Yep. You know, and, you know, the awkwardness of sitting in history class, being the only black kid in that class, and they're talking about slavery and hearing giggles behind it. And it's just kind of like, I've never put that together. I've never thought about it that way, but it's like, think about it. Like, that's pretty fucked. You know? But again, like, he made the... He's made. I'm going to assume he's made the right choices in life because of who he is now. I mean, he's a great guy, <laughs> real nice guy. I mean, I think he's awesome. I mean, he's and just really nice and the the business that he runs and yeah, he started his own business with his buddies and yeah. I mean they're doing great. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, so I mean, I I think he 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 blocked out all the negativity. And didn't let that get to him, and it made him stronger to be able to push forward and do the great things that he's doing today. Yeah. And I think that's great. You know? I mean, I met his dad. His dad's awesome, too. I don't know, man. I, I'm still, I'm still kind of stuck on what needs to be done. I wish I had an answer for that. Yeah. I really do. Um, I mean... 
even if I had an answer, I'm not sure who would listen. To be honest, yeah, it's only you and me in this room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. I I think I think holding police more accountable to what they do. Body cams always on, no matter what. If your body, if 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 you've got a vest on, that body cam is turned on, no matter what. Um, on top of that, when shit like this happens, they need to be arrested immediately. Yeah. And when there's video evidence like that, you can't wait four days and let riots happen in all of the country before you arrest the guy. Yeah, they need to be arrested immediately. And there should be some kind of like a on a high profile case. It there should be some a little bit quicker of a response time for that. Oh yeah. And in my opinion, it, it from my understanding, any time that a family like say George Floyd's family sues them, they they say they win millions of dollars. From my understanding, that comes from taxpayer money. That's not right. That should come from the police pension fund. And I would be willing to bet that if that change was made, things would be a lot more different. Now, uh, now, would it make it, would it make them get away with more? Because if they do get charged and they have to pay that out, they're not going to want to pay that out. So are they going to find a lot less of police officers guilty after they do that? But how do you make a change? I mean, at, at this point, it's the exact same thing that's been happening since 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Nothing has changed. Yeah, I, I agree that uh, arrest should be made immediately. I mean, and they should be charged like, like just any other, any other person would be charged. In that case, if anybody else did that they'd be charged with murder mm-hmm. he should be charged with murder he shouldn't yeah. be charged with anything else they, but murder they charge him with third degree murder okay so fir- first degree is i might i might be explaining these wrong because i've gotten a lot of things wrong on this podcast <laughs> before but i think it's first degree murder is premeditated so you you thought about doing it and you still did it Mm-hmm. Um, second degree murder is you did it knowing it was murder but you might not have thought about doing it before it was just kind of spur of the moment you decided to kill the dude mm-hmm. and I think third degree murder is killing somebody on accident Oh, I, I think that's how they, they put it down Yeah, I, I honestly I don't know how those go people are pissed that it's third degree they're saying it should have been at least second degree they're yeah. even debating first degree premeditated because if you read some of the facts on this, supposedly um, the officer that killed him, that was on his neck, he knew George Floyd. They've known each other for years, and they worked together as security guards in the past. Really? Supposedly. Hmm. Dude, I, I can't imagine... Personally, knowing somebody in, like, if I'm a police officer and I take them to the ground and they're handcuffed, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat up on them because I know them. 
you know? Unless I had some kind of a grudge or mm. I felt some type of way towards them. So now so now they're asking is is this something that he was mad about before? And all of a sudden he just called me a bitch. So he's handcuffed and guess what's going to happen now? Yeah. You know, so it, it could have been that. I it's crazy, man, but I I don't think it was accidental. I think he knew what he was doing and for how long he was doing it. Yeah. I mean, the fact... I mean, my, even my dad made a good, like, point. He mm-hmm. said, he's sitting on his neck, or kneel, kneeling in his neck with his hands in his pockets. Yeah. If that doesn't show that at that point that man is no longer a threat, then, like, what the fuck was he even doing? For real. Because even my pops agree that this whole situation is fucked. That he even agrees that what the officer did to George was mm-hmm. fucked. You know, it's not right. My dad agrees he should be charged. <laughs> you know? And, again, he said the picture. He said every time he sees that picture, it pisses him off. Because, like, it shows a picture of him with his hands in his pocket. That's so sad. Staring at the camera. And body language to anybody that shows that person's lo- no longer a threat. What's the need for that? Yeah. So I, I could definitely agree why people say it should be charged as second degree murder. In my opinion, it should at least be second degree. He, yeah. He knew what he was doing. Fuck yeah. And he again, it's not like he's a rookie cop where he has no idea. You know? The, the ones that I feel kind of like shit, um... I don't know how to feel about are the other three mm. because what if that was like their first year on the job and they're just doing what the seasoned people are doing you know what i mean true like like i don't know the backstory on it on any of them but if that were the case that sucks man that they were in that position they didn't they didn't know what to do um i keep saying like if i if i see that in person i would stop I would tell the officer to get their knee off his neck, you know, to let him breathe and all that. Yeah, but weren't people saying that? I, I think they were. And, and <clears throat> the thing is, even if I were to say that and they don't, I I would like to think that I would run up and tackle them off. But I don't know if I would. That's Tho- a hard thing. Those cops say. have Let's, guns. Yeah. And you know how cops are. Certain cops. You know yeah. how certain cops can be. Bro. I've I've seen so much aggression from Chicago PD man that I've lost all respect for them. Yeah. Like I honestly the reason why I have a lot of respect mm-hmm. for police are because of your dad. Cuz mm-hmm. I, I know that your dad is a great person and he's somebody who's so level-headed and and like I really look up to him for those things, you know. Yeah. So like people like your dad Give me, like, that, like, hope that, like, I still respect some cops. But that that's, like, the good of the good for me. The bad of the bad, in my experience, has been Chicago PD. They are trash. And then in the middle, I've seen, like, I've seen Elgin PD do some pretty all right things. Yeah. They've never treated me bad. They've never been aggressive with me. Yeah. Um, the only cop that's ever been aggressive with me personally was a sheriff. 
King County Sheriff. He was aggressive as fuck with me, but I was also doing 90 and a 45. Yeah. Um, so he was probably pissed. I understand. Um, and then and then I think, what if I was black that night, man? Because I was just a white guy, and he pulled me over and three other squad cars pulled up. Mm. What if I was black? I mean, you know, is, would I be here? Yeah, I mean, there's a chance could, I might not. You know? might not. You might have. I mean, you can't. You can't target them as all bad. Yeah, I don't yeah. agree with that statement that all cops are bad. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of them are bad, but you can't say all of them. Yeah. And right now, the biggest thing is to point out all the bad cops, but like no one's pointing out all the good cops. And then right now, any cop that is trying to do good, the media, social media, everybody's portraying it as, oh, they're just trying to suck up, which I hate that. Because again, yeah. I mean, I on Instagram, I've even followed a couple of police officers that have been doing good in the neighborhoods. I mean, there's Officer Thorman. I want to say he works in Los Angeles. And he goes to, you know these section eight neighborhoods and he plays with the kids and you know he shoots ball with all the kids is that did you show me that guy yeah, he's the dude that was eating chips with like yeah the kids on the stoop and yeah stuff? He, he, he's been doing that shit for like two three years bro Damn. when i first started following him and i found a couple other police officers that do that too so i mean you can't say all cops are bad man yeah it, it's like saying all all mexicans are illegal yeah it's the same thing you can't you can't label that. Yeah, very true. Again, I I I, I have respect for police officers. I've been dealt with a few times, in the ways that shouldn't have been dealt with. Even my parents were really upset at some of the ways I've been dealt with with police officers. I've came home, told them like, "Yo, like this happened," and my parents would go down to the police station and squash it because like, they. Not even mad at me for the dumb shit I got caught doing or I did. More mad at the way the whole situation was handled. Hmm. Still doesn't make me believe that all cops are pieces of shit. But then just kind of opens my eyes up to, okay, well, this town has that one asshole cop that I just don't want to deal with. I mean, that, that that's just how I look at it as. And I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm light-skinned. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm still Hispanic. I'm... You know, my last name is Gracia. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's not like I'm I'm fully 100% camouflaged, whitewashed. You know, my name is Giovanni Gracia. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there, there's something exotic yeah. to me at one point. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it, it, you know, but I've never been handled wrong. Like again, a few situations, but nothing to make me ever think that all cops are bad. You know, I mean, I've I've met some very savage people that gangbang, and I've met some of the same people that hang out with those people that are some of the nicest people I've, I've yeah. hung out with. And so you, I can't label all of them like that. That's true. You if, I, if I label them all as all that, then that, in a weird way, would make me... Prejudice. Exactly, prejudice. Mm-hmm. That's not me. Yeah. You know? I agree with that. So it, it, it's... I I, I I hate that statement that all cops are bad. Yeah. It's like I, I can't 
That bothers me too. Yeah, and and it's not even that like okay, like yeah, I get it. My dad's a cop. I have to show respect to cops. I don't have to. But I do because it's the way I look at it is I want somebody if my dad ever stopped somebody for some dumb shit or be got stopped in altercation somewhere, I'd want somebody to respect and cooperate with my dad the way I would with anybody else's yeah. dad or officer. Yeah. You know, or mother. I mean, there's female officers out there, too. Those are usually the mean ones, to be honest. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a really rough time right now, and it's hard. Because, again, like you were just saying, the news just shows the evil and everything. They don't show the good. And when they do show the good, it's, you know... Yay, local dog pounds, you know, gave out all the free puppies this week. But it doesn't show the fact that, you know, there's a police officer, there's a paramedic, there's a lawyer that takes four out of four hours out of his out of his or her day to go sit around with people that need help. People that, you know, could use the help. They'd never show that. But they're yeah. out there. You know. I mean, I don't know. It, it's we could go on about it forever. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, somebody put up a quote uh, today that I saw on social media that I I agree with it, but I don't know how you uh, accomplish that. Hmm. Um, they were saying that cops should be like airline pilots. You shouldn't. What? You shouldn't be. You sh- there shouldn't. It shouldn't be okay for there to be one bad airline pilot. Like, okay. for the most part, they they all but, they but, all take off and they land. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I get that, but everybody's human. Everybody makes mistakes. Yeah, I mean, you have you ever That's have true. you ever personally lashed out on somebody without meaning it? Yeah, for sure. So that would make you a bad apple, right? Yeah. In that circumstance, yeah. Okay, so then that that just shows that sometimes things just happen. Sometimes people, that's the saying, you know, red mist, you see red. Yeah. Things just happen. You black out, you wake up, something happened that probably shouldn't have happened or you wish that didn't happen. Yeah. And people have that. And again, I mean, there's no, I, I truly believe there's no real mental test to test somebody's mental strength. Yeah, that's, that's there, hard to no, do. There's no test out there that could pinpoint exactly like, oh, this person has schizophrenia for sure by just writing down these answers. Yeah. No, because that shit triggers any time. Yeah, it's not. You know, and that's the thing. It's it's things like that. So I, I can't. It, it's like car salesmen then. No, there should be no bad apple car sales. There should never be a scam artist shitbag of a car salesman out there that will stuff you in $60,000 worth of debt when you only make 7000 a year. Yeah. But they're out and there. And they're out there. <laughs> yeah. They're, so it, it, that's the thing. It's, you, can't, you can't sit there and make that, make that assumption. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, you know, uh, I don't know. You can think about it anywhere, you know, any job position. If that's the case, then it should be the same across the board. There should be no shady, shitty mechanics out there, you know, because, yeah, 
that's a motorized vehicle that someone's operating, if they do shady, shitty work and that person kills somebody, you know, that's a big risk as well. <clears throat> so, But guess what? There's a lot of shady, shitty mechanics out there. Very true. I mean, people get that same thing all the time, too. People stop going to mechanic shops because they got ripped off here and there by Joe Schmo. And, you know, now they're afraid to go to another mechanic because then they feel like they get taken advantage of. Yeah. That's why a lot of females don't like going to mechanic shops because they feel like they get taken advantage of. And it's sad, but it's true. Yeah. I mean, it's the same concept, no matter how you flip it and fuck it. Like, it's the same shit. <coughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. It, it is the same shit. I, I just... I wish there was somehow a solution, man. I mean, and, and I don't think that that's something that we can come up with or even something that is really our responsibility to. I think that's kind of the people in the police departments. They need to figure out what changes they need to make. They so internally they can need trust, to figure shit out. How, how they can get the, commu- the community to trust them again. Um, if they want to keep it, man, because cause to be honest... I don't want to see our police go the route of Europe where all they have is batons. Yeah. That, to me, is not okay. Because, I mean, I've read stories about how one dude goes and stabs 13 people before he's able to be stopped because he had a a knife. I'm sorry, 13 people don't deserve to be stabbed. No. Like, if somebody stabs one person, you shoot them. Yeah. Like that to me, that makes sense. Like if you want to take somebody else's life, it's free game to get your life taken. Yeah. I don't know. I, but but I'm I'm scared that that's what the future might entail. If you know, for our police, if if they're gonna deweaponize them. Yeah. You know that that could be very bad. And it would. And, but it's very I bad now. You, I guarantee so, you. If so what they do you do? Deweaponize the police. I guarantee you, there'll be less and less people want to be police officers. Oh, there'd I can't be a, do that. I would not want to be a police without a gun. Hell no. A ton of officers that would retire early or just straight quit. And just I, I don't think I don't think it'd work here because of all the gun owners in the United States. Mm-hmm. And again, not all gun owners are sane in the head. Oh hell no. So bro. again, it's the same concept with with cops. You know, they do background checks on gun owners, but guess what? Some of these gun owners still go out and do some crazy shit. Absolutely. Right. It's kind of funny. Um, Ever since, well, first, ever since COVID broke out and people were freaking out over toilet paper. (laughs) I had a few (laughs) friends reach out to me. But um, ever since this stuff broke out in the last week, I've gotten two friends Two friends that that were like dead serious about it. One was just kind of joking, but I've had friends reach out to me asking how they can get a gun, and I'm like, "Well, you go to the gun store," and they're like, "Yeah, but like, I don't if have I a boy. if I just go, do they just sell it to me?" I'm like, "Dude, you live in Illinois. It's going to be like a three month process minimum, um, if they're even doing them right now." Um, I don't think they're doing them right guns now. Guns are expensive. Um, every time that you buy a gun, you have to get a background check. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
And when you do buy a gun, even if the background checks were instantaneous, there's still a minimum waiting period of a few days. It's, uh, I believe it's either 48 or 72 hours. You've got to wait yeah. before you can pick it up. And uh, in, in Illinois, even before COVID, uh, in my experience, it takes like one and a half to three months to get your FOIA card. And if you want to conceal carry, it takes like another two to three months after that. After you take the for the concealed carry, it's you have to get your certification course. I mean, you know this. Yeah. You got to get your your, your fifteen hour course. You 16. have to pass a, a what do you call it? A shooting test. Yeah. You got to shoot thirty rounds. You got to hit a certain percentage in the target. Yeah. But you do have to pass these <clears throat> these tests and all that if you do want to conceal carry, which in my opinion is pretty smart. Um, I almost think you should do that just to get your gun, just to get your FOID. I know there's a lot of people that are against that, but I, I'm kind of like in the middle there where yeah. like I'm perfectly fine with jumping through all these hoops to get my gun Yeah. because I've, I don't, I can jump through the hoops. I don't care. I don't have anything to hide. Exactly. Do, do you know the reason why they make you wait? Uh, 48 to 72 hours before you pick up your fire. I'd assume it's so that you're not making an, emo- an emotional decision to go off somebody because you're pissed or something. Exactly. They figured in That's two crazy. to three days, you kind of come down to your senses, whatever emotional choice you made at the moment to, or reasoning you made at the moment to buy a gun. Yeah. Hopefully you, it, you think it out and figure it out within those two to three days, which is, to me, is smart. That's a, that's a solid minimum. <clears throat> I, I'm like again I'm like in the middle I'd be yeah. fine if that was a week like yeah I'm I'm fine with regulating them I'm I'm not okay with people that think that they should be eradicated because one that's never gonna happen first of all um, but but yeah man these days these days I mean even though I was carrying before mm-hmm. I'm you know, I'm 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 carrying just as much as as I was before, but now it feels more. Uh, for example, if I walk out of my if I go to my car and I just go for a drive, just to go to the car wash and come back, mm-hmm. or if I go for if I go out just to like say McDonald's the drive through and come back, yeah, and I forgot my gun, I might not go back and get it. Now I'm <clears throat> I have it on me 100 percent of the time, no matter what. I'm not leaving the house without it. Yeah. Well, it turned into like your second watch. Yeah. You know, you get up every morning, do your routine. Before you leave, you slap your watch on, you Mm -hmm. get out the door. That turned into your second watch from just constant uh, routines over and over again. Yeah. You know, and it's good. And I I feel like like right, right now, more than anything, I feel like people that are allowed to carry or can carry should carry. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. You, you know what's interesting? I I had the first moment. Um, so I used to have pretty bad road rage. And I'd get, like, angry. Um, I wouldn't, like, I mean, honestly, if it came down to it and they wanted to jump out of the car and fight, I might have fought before. But um, I've, I never got to that point. Mm-hmm. But I did get to the point where, like, I would speed up and slow down with people and, like, like they would, we would be swearing back and forth at each other through the window, whatever. So like that, that kind of bad road rage. Yeah. 
And ever since I started caring, I said, dude, I don't care what the situation is, Mishka. You no longer have road rage. That's that's not even an option for you. You yeah. understand that, right? Because you're carrying, you would no longer have the option to have road rage. And today, I, on my way to go get the food for us, in the parking lot, I turn into the parking lot. And as I'm turning, this dude wanted to go ahead of me, even though he was stopped at a stop sign, didn't have a right-of-way or anything, wanted to go straight, and I was turning left. So as I'm turning left, this guy literally takes off in his little CRV and like swerves into my lane like head-on collision style and I have to slam on my brakes and I just look at the guy and I'm like dude what is your problem and then he flicks you off and then he flicks me off and look (laughs) and then and then looks at me and like says some shit and like takes off and like old Mishka would have been like I'm about to turn around and chase this dude but like I was like Mishka you're getting a little bit emotional right now why are you mad that this guy's stupid Go get your food and go go on about your day. And that's exactly what I did. But, but it was interesting, though, because today was the first day where I legit, I got a little bit of an emotional uprising from road rage. And I, and I like had to think, like, no, do not have road rage. That doesn't exist for you. Yeah. Like, it's, it's interesting to, to get this awesome right to have a weapon on you. You have to lose... The stupid right, yeah, of having road rage, yeah. Or when you're unarmed, you have that stupid little right that says, "Fuck it." You can talk all the shit you want because legally, if, if they come at you and something happens, you know, you don't have a weapon on you, so there's, there's really, you know. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's kind of hard you, to explain. If you, if I don't know if I'm explaining that right. If you do get into a tussle, I mean, you can still tussle. Mm-hmm. You can still throw hands and shit. You just don't have the right to pull your weapon because in a way you also instigated yeah. instigated that fight. 100%. So the fact that you decided to start, you know, call, saying that like your mom's a hoe and shit, you at that point you instigated yep. that fight. So if he were to approach you and you were to draw and put this fool down, like you would be charged with that. Yeah. Because or, or even if it. even if I didn't even use it, even if I pulled it out and he got scared and ran away and he called the cops on me, yeah, that would be against me. Yeah, because I instigated it and I and but I pulled if, it on. But if you got out of this car and gave this grown ass man the ass whooping he deserves <laughs> by barehanded, nah, then, I, would, I wouldn't do and that. And you would and you kn- <laughs> and nobody ever knew you were strapped. You wouldn't be like charged for oh he had a weapon. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. It would be, okay, well, these two dumbasses assaulted each other over a fucking parking spot. So, like, that, that's all that would turn into. But as long as you don't instigate it and you don't use your weapon, yeah, I mean, it's fair fucking game. Yeah. But I still don't. I'm not saying you should go out there and swing at fools. But. <laughs> I'm definitely, that's not the plan. That's not the plan at all. Uh, I'm, I'm over that. I don't, I don't want the money maker to get messed up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, nah, you need your girl catcher, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's been it's been a long uh, quarantine. <laughs> it's been uh, rough on you, huh? I could tell. Yeah, bro. I, actually, speaking of, bro, we're gonna need another thirty day weight loss challenge soon. <laughs> Cause I'm getting fat, son. <laughs> bro, it's my, been bad. My my heaviest was like two twenty eight. 
my scales at work and I've been working from home for months. So I don't know, I don't know how much I weigh. <laughs> that's terrible. Um, yeah, that, well, that's going to be our challenge pretty soon. Okay. Maybe not June. July. Maybe we'll do July. Okay. I want to go ham, though. I want to lose like 20 pounds in a month. Okay. That's fine. Sounds very unhealthy, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um. But I mean, like, let's let's get back to the to the subject. I mean, what we're really here for is just this whole situation's fucked. I back it. I don't stand with the looting. I don't stand with the stealing. I don't stand with the with the salting. I mean, I guess <coughs> they 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 say you know they've been they've been quiet for far too long. We've been quiet for far too long. Yeah, you know, I get it, but there's other ways of making a bolder statement than setting your own town on fire. But that's, but I th- that's that's so hard to like. I can't comprehend it because at the end of the day, you set your own town on fire. You're setting your own economy on fire. Guess what? What if, what if by some chance, the government or whatever decides to go, well, you set that on fire, that's your problem now. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. Because at this point, there's no guarantee that there's, um, there's a, going to be a stimulus for this. Exactly. And that's what I'm, I'm saying. Kind of scared about that, man. Like, and and that's what I'm saying. It's you set it on fire. You fucked this up. Why are you now asking the same people you were against for help now? Yeah. And I mean, I I'm, I'm sure not a lot of people will be supporting that. To like, you know, some people still be saying fuck the government, fuck everything. But a lot of people that don't have that benefit of being able to continue to make money continue to grow you know it's like what are they going to do is are 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 we going to start seeing more towns like detroit abandoned i mean just like horrible conditions i mean flint michigan still doesn't have clean water bro like what the fuck is that so Are, are we going to start seeing more of that on these bigger cities after all this is over, like that's what I want to know. So, so here's my thing about that. <clears throat> a lot of the people. So, as I've talked about before in the podcast, I follow a lot of what I call and other people call black wealth Twitter. Okay. It's mostly black people that um, tweet about like business, motivation, good, wealthy habits, things about finance, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the things that I see on Twitter are talking about um, a lot of people of color saying that they're totally against gentrification. You know what that is? No. Gentrification is when they take like an old, like a hood. I get like a a place that's like the ghetto or like yeah. you know bad crime rate or whatever. They tear down buildings, they renovate whatever, and now it's like a trendy new place where like white suburban kids like to rent apartments from. Yeah, let's pop up a like Chipotle in the Starbucks. Places yeah. I, 
I think places like Brooklyn and shit like that, how yeah, like that. I know what you mean now. I get it. So, in my opinion, like a lot of people are are against that, are against gentrification because when you get newer trendy things like that, rent goes up because there's newer trending things, and the people that have lived there forever might be used to paying nine hundred dollar rent. Well, now their neighbor has to pay fifteen hundred dollar rent because it's trendy. Yeah. And when they're when the people who've lived there their whole lives, when their lease is up in two years, they might have to double their rent. Yeah. That's why people hate it. Now, what do you think is going to happen to all these storefronts that are getting burned down and looted and fucked up? They're going to get sold for dirt cheap. People with money are going to buy them. They're going to become new trendy spots, and it's going to get gentrified. In my opinion, that's exactly what's going to happen. I I don't think, and I low-key don't hope that the government is going to do like a little bailout for this. In my, in my opinion, the, I, I just, it, do, it doesn't make sense to me that they're just printing money out of thin air. Yeah. They keep doing it. Yeah. So uh, either it works or... Nothing matters. And I can't tell which... I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense to me. It, like, I'm just rambling because it, it doesn't make sense to me. I'd, li- I'd like to understand that, that that shit doesn't make sense. You just keep printing money and... So apparently none of this matters. So why is there debt? Right? True. Why is that a thing? True. If there's unlimited money, why do people owe money? It doesn't make sense. Anyways, I, I've got... an observation that I've made and that I've seen go around Twitter and stuff um, on the original video for George Floyd Mm -hmm. of his death. Um, And in the video when they go and pick him up, when the paramedics pick him up, the ambulance pulls up, backs in, the doors open, and the people that come out of their are not EMTs or paramedics. Really? They're not. Hmm. They're what looks like police officers. They have guns on their hips. One person walks up, kneels down, and checks dude's pulse for like maybe five seconds, three seconds, like super quick, and like doesn't make like any reaction at all. And they flip him over, and he's literally limp, dead. Dude is dead. Mm-hmm. But the people, the the people that are putting them on a str- on putting him on a stretcher, they're all people with guns on their belts, dude. Hmm. Paramedics and EMTs don't have guns. Well, yeah, last time I checked, they don't. So, <laughs> either they knew that he was dead on the scene, and they radioed in. They said, "Hey, this person's dead." We need to come pick him up. You know, don't even bother sending an EMT. But I always thought that that was, like, procedure as an EMT paramedic. When you arrive on the scene, even if they're dead, don't you still have to do CPR and shit? Don't they still do that? I'm pretty sure they still do that. Unless it's, like, clearly, like, somebody blew off somebody's head. I'm pretty sure I've heard that. But. I I wouldn't know. But it. 
it's scary to me that they showed up, they have guns on their hips. Doesn't look like medical staff at all. So either they knew that he was dead on the scene or they were planning on killing that dude. Mm. And both of those are fucked up. I I went through a little rabbit hole last night while I was on the pooper. Yeah. And uh, they were saying, a conspiracy theory, I guess. They were saying that all this is part of some something that it's part of something. He's a uh, crisis actor, is what they were saying. That's fucked up. You know, all this is something that's part of crisis acting. You know, they're 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 trying to do something behind the scenes, so they're taking our minds away from other things that they don't they want us to turn our cheek to. Um, but again, it's all conspiracy theory shit. I mean, I'm open-minded to everything. I kind of listen to it all. I, I, I don't know. I, I take with me with whatever I think sounds right or wrong. Or sometimes I just don't take any of it at all. Yeah. Um, but there, somebody was saying that, yeah, that George was a crisis actor. Crisis actor. That's so crazy. I don't know whether to believe it or not. I I have no idea. I mean, now that you're telling me that, yeah, an ambulance rolled up with strapped paramedics. There are things that don't make sense. There are for sure things that don't make sense. Yeah. I don't know. Have you seen a lot of the the Antifa, Antifa, whatever the fuck, uh, videos? The people who are, like, directing the, the riots and stuff. Um, you see, you see that video of that dude that walks up to the two black kids and he hands him cash and he's like, hey, if you guys go over there, there's two picnic tables over there full of shit that you guys can, can start throwing. And like, really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Actually, no. Donald Trump tweeted out that video really? of that guy. Literally, this, this white guy with like a beard and like long hair wearing all black with like a black beanie walks up to two black kids, gives them, ta- gives them both cash. And they said, over there, over there, if you guys uh, start getting more stuff, start showing them what, what to start using. And then the two black kids get on their bikes. One goes, and he walks up to the other one. He's like, there's two picnic tables over there. They got more stuff over there. So, And he goes, we're all a team. We're all a team here. What? Yeah. Like, you can hear it clearly. Really? Yeah. So there's definitely people organizing for this. And it's Jeez. fucked up because I think it's those Antifa people are using this cause, hijacking this cause to cause anarchy um, and to low-key, it, it's making it's making the movement, Black Lives Matter, the BLM movement, it's making it look bad. Uh, and in, in my... Here's what gives me a glimmer of hope. I I see I can see very clearly on a Twitter or Facebook post when the original poster has a very conservative audience and a very liberal audience. It's very obvious because all the comments are the same. They're either like all Republican comments or all Democratic comments. Yeah. And it seems like all the Democratic ones are anti-police. Um basically 
and all of the Republican one, Republican ones, look like they're anti Antifa, which gives me a glimmer of hope. Because that tells me that the people who, in my opinion, Republicans um, or white people that aren't that didn't really like BLM, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um, that tells me that they're seeing past the rioting. They're seeing who's actually doing the rioting, and they're not blaming it on BLM, yeah. which, again, gives me hope. I'm yeah. glad because it's a real movement that needs to make a change. That like this movement needs to be the, the catalyst to change something, in mm-hmm. my opinion. We've we've taken it this far. I I say we like I'm out there. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm still retweeting and I'm still sharing things. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm trying to spread the truth that way. I'm Even on July 4th weekend, I don't feel comfortable being in a group of people. Oh, dude, I hate that shit. So being out there in a group of people right now, yeah. you will not find me out there. No, same. I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of crowds like that either no more. I used to not care. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's when I, I really didn't care for myself much at the times. So crowds and all that shit didn't matter to me. We'll just fuck it. Yeah. Now I got a different mindset. So it's now I'm more, yeah, like I don't want to be around crowds like that. Yeah. You know, um, I, I like I tend to stay away too, but I, I get that. I mean, there's a, there's um, you you don't gotta be out there to support. I mean, it's yeah, it's. It's like watching a baseball game, football game, soccer game. You're, you, you could support, show love from the, from the stands. Yeah. From the sidelines, from the stands, you could sh- show support, show love, to the side you want. So I agree with the, you know, it's it's weird to say we because again we aren't actually out there, but we are here supporting. And and we're still spreading the truth, yeah. what we believe to be the truth, and. Yeah, these and, these are just opinions. At the end of the day, we're still on the same team. Yeah. As Black Lives Matter, I'm Team Black Lives Matter. Yeah, same. Um. But yeah. I'm just not with again the looting and shit. Yeah. Because as a as a small business owner, like I look at it as like if somebody or a group of people were to come in here, especially while you're working, man. Yeah. Nah. Loot or whatever. I mean, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I would act. I don't know if I would sit there and try to, you know, how they say, you scare a bear by making yourself bigger and you start yelling, you know? Like, I don't know if I would act like that or if I would just be like, whatever, man, like, just don't fucking hurt me. Just take what you need, you know? Mm-hmm. But at the yeah, same time, it's, that, I'm, not, I'm not that kind scary. of person that just wants to fly down and take it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not that. Exactly. So it's like, do I fight for, obviously I'm going to fight for my life, mm-hmm. but am I going to fight for materialistic things here? It's still my house. This is my yeah. house. Like, I'm not allowing unwanted guests into my house. But but then then you have to think, you know, because I, I agree with you on that. I don't know what I would do either. Yeah, exactly. But you have to think, if they run in if they're actually looting and they run in and they grab wrenches and they start throwing them at you yeah what the fuck am i <laughs> like, going to do now they have 
things that they can throw at you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of ways to get hurt in a shot. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's, you know, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm with Black Lives Matter. You know, I, I, I'm saying, I want to say we as well, because again, I just wasn't sure how, mm-hmm. how to even say it. That's why I would say like they. Yeah. But in reality, it's more, I should be saying we, because it's, I, I'm supporting it as well, that movement. Yeah. You know, it's, I'm supporting what, to me, my opinion is correct, what is right. So, I mean, I, I think, yeah, you saying we is correct as well. Now, that, that's just kind of my whole little, like, ramble here about, you know, just telling you that, like, I think saying we is correct. That's fine. Yeah, because, again, I, I, we can support from the sidelines. I mean, we don't have to actually be there to support, but we can do our part to just be there, to cheer that on. Yeah. And I, I encourage anybody listening um, that uh, I, I hope you learned something from listening today. Um, if nothing else, I if you've got an opinion on this or you disagree with us on something that we said, um, I'm not always right. Geo isn't always right. <coughs> we're not experts in a lot of things, but we know a few things here and there, and, and we're human beings and we have our own experiences to go off of you know yeah so that, that's the only thing that we can do we can just share our ideas and stuff like that but um if you disagree with us let us know like not trying to throw a plug in there but join the group chat and let us know yeah you want to talk shit on the group chat we could talk shit I mean, yeah do, do it on um our facebook page or send us a message whatever i'm mishka's only here fan for page. <laughs> yeah yeah it'll have my only fans <laughs> Um, but, but seriously, it, it is something that me and Gio talked about prior to, to starting this episode and, and we both agree that it's something that needs to be talked about. Yeah. It's not something we're going to sweep under the rug and yeah. pretend like it's not happening. It, it won't be ignored. So. This is a, a very substantial point in our lifetime and yeah. we feel like it's important enough that it should be talked about. This this, in my opinion, is going to be a chapter in a history book. Yeah, this definitely will. I know that for a fact. And I'm glad. It's. I really hope some change comes out of this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys listening in. Um, if you feel like this was a good listen, uh, if you think that we touched on some good points, share the episode. That would be awesome. Um, but yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, this is... Big Mish, we're at episode 30. Did oh, we already say that? Shit. Episode 30. Maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, we appreciate you guys tuning in. You yeah. guys stay safe. Be safe. Um, we love y'all. Love you very much. Peace. Later.